Black Girl and Ohm promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash. And Dion Ivory, thank you so much for listening. Living my best life. Living my life. Living my life. Living my best life. Living my life. Living my life. Hey. Living my best. What? Y'all, we are clearly here in the studio with someone that we are very comfortable with. Because we are all singing a song together. Yes. Hey, guys. So we have founder of Hana Hana Beauty. Yes. What's founder that, of that? Melanin Skin Glow on 100,000 Melanin Dipped okay. in Gold. Ooh. Miss Hana Smooth Hana. and Confident Ooh. Herself. Yes, yes Lord. Stop. Hi. Hey, Actually, you. tell us your full name. <laughs> okay. What's up, y'all? It's Abna Buama Achampong. Beautiful. In the house. In the house. I was singing. Not really. Abina. I, I do not sing, but... You do today? But today I'm really singing out here. You got that rasp. You Thank do you. got that rasp. Yeah. That Jasmine Sullivan rasp. Ooh. Baby, you know I love Jasmine Sullivan. S- 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 give us a little, little Jasmine. Some, <laughs> little sizzle. Give us a little, uh, come on, girl, why are you the playing? The windows. I'm not, no, I can't. I don't know why I'm trying <laughs> maybe to Maybe later. Like no, you, maybe you later. her upper lip curve, though. That's what was, okay. All right. So tell us, you know, a lot of our community already yes. knows and loves you mm-hmm. and what you put out into the world. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, yes. please do. Um, so my name is Abna Buama. I am, wow, I'm a Ghanaian-American woman just trying to figure it out, you know. I own an all-natural skincare line. Uh, called Hana Hana Beauty, mm-hmm. and our whole entire mission is to disrupt the beauty industry through uplifting women of color in all aspects. So we do that through storytelling, we do that through production, um, we do that through representation, and our three things that we always try to think about is transparency, sustainability, and accessibility. So that's part of me, but that's not all of me. I like to think of myself as a creative entrepreneur, but I also got my master's, so I'm smart. Let them know, let them know, let them know. (laughs) I have my master's of education. Um, I am actually by trained a therapist, Um, so I use that in my work. Um, I do a lot of creative work. I like storytelling and visual documentation. I find like curating experiences Learning experiences is so important. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that, I would say like, I feel like my purpose is like being able to be access to people. Um, I used to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I used to be a teacher and like, everything that I've always done is like being able to educate or be access or to comfort in a type of way, like mm-hmm. giving information. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so I feel like right now it's like, I'm doing that in the way that I see best fit through like creative works and things like that, so. 
Yes. yes. Beautiful. That's Just me. a multifaceted yes. black woman. Yeah. That's me. That's me. That's yes. you, girl. All day. All <laughs> yes. day. Yes. Yes. You so, said so much that I want to unpack. Absolutely. And so does Dion. Because mm-hmm. you were about to say Actually, something. So, I know. It's all good. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. No, I just, first of all, can you tell us the inspiration behind Hana Hana Beauty? The name, um, how you even, I would say, gain the confidence to really go and explore this. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was there. I know. You were there at the beginning. Yeah. But, you know, let the folks know. Yeah. Let them know. We want to know. So, it's, like, crazy because, like, when... I feel like I've told these stories like before, but to have you guys here, because you guys like know so much Mm -hmm. of Hana Hana, but then there's also so much before, right? So like for me, I was making Shay, as most people know, like I was making Shay while teaching. It was one of those things where it was like, I'm doing this for self-care. I'm doing this because I was really interested in learning about Shay butter Mm -hmm. and like learning about my body to be real. Mm. and being able to make things for myself. So I remember looking at those YouTube things. I remember looking at Akeisha stuff. I was just like looking at all these people's things and like learning and then being like, wait, I need to curate these things for my own body. Like I remember making stuff and then it was like the winner and it was not cutting it in Chicago. (laughs) I was like, okay, these YouTube, it's not it right now. But I can learn and I can like learn about the herbs. I can make lists. I can curate Mm -hmm. all these things and like, create everything for myself. So it started like that, just fun. Um, I would give it to friends. You know, I feel like that was like four years before I even met you guys. Wow. Is that wow. crazy? This is was, new information so me. Weird? I didn't know that. Yeah, because it was like so <laughs> random. Because remember, like when we met, I was like, how have we not ever yes. ran into other, like Because we Chicago? came to Chicago at the same yeah, time. Yeah, at the same time, but did not know each other yep. at all. Yep. And then it was like that Nike event, and then we're like, yes. Oh, Okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait, there's a black girl in that yes. Like, I was so in shock because I was going to yoga classes with white women, whatever. But <laughs> I was so happy. But I feel like right around when we met, like, I was giving it to people more. I remember we did that photo shoot, and you're like, girl, sell this. And I was just like, yes. take this shea butter. It's not that big of a deal. Like, it just was not a big of a mm-hmm. deal to me. And like, you know me, I'm always trying to get everybody to create a business <laughs> right? from their creative ideas. My nip slip. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, someone's been looking. Okay, um, but but no. So like, yeah. It. I feel like one the conversation I had with you guys at that photo shoot definitely was something where I was like, huh. But I was like, okay, these girls are really doing their own things, and you also think that I should be doing myself. Like, yes. I was getting encouragement from people that I knew it was like, yes, yes, but it wasn't like I couldn't see anyone that has not done what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like I've always been, like in education wise, it was like curating experiences too. Like all these creative stuff was what I was doing in education, like Mm -hmm. making events, doing whatever, like it's what I was doing before. So it was to see you guys doing things and just like putting stuff together. I was like, okay, this is really cool and I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then like talking to my parents was another thing. My dad come up with the name Hana Hana. Like he made our first label. Mm. Like he was so excited. He was trying to take this business. (laughs) (laughs) He like, I remember we, like it was a late night and we were just talking and I told him I wanted to do it. And um, 
I was like up with my mom and my dad, and like he said the name Efe, which means pretty, or Hanahana. And I had never heard the name Hanahana before, mm. but I was like, ooh, this is nice. I what know, you just mean? feel something it when you hear it. It feels good, yes. right? And then my dad was telling me it's like malleable, smooth, like all these stuff. And I was just like, yes. And it was yes. supposed to be like Hanahana skin, because it's like skin Hanahana mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. And then I went to New York and I uh, met up with Kenya and like, during that time, I was like, I changed a ton out on beauty. Mm. And then, like, we just started creating there. And then I talked to you. And yes. then I talked to you. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just was, like, it just kept happening because all the people around me were, like, no one was, like, no, this is not a good idea. Though. Right. Like, or no one was, like, you can't. Everyone was, like, thinking even bigger than yeah. I was. Absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like, I remember talking to you, like, girl, you need to, like, expand. Like, this is, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the, and you said this, you were, I feel like the reason why I actually, like, put a footstep mm-hmm. was because you guys were going to do the Ivory and Ash thing, and you're like, hey, yes. girl, have your butters and sell it. Oh, yeah, yes. yes. remember, remember that? Yes. yes. In yes. your own studio. Yes. 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 yes, you're like, hey, do that. Can you um, do it? And, like, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, like, I was just like... Right. Remember? And then yes. Lauren was like, yo, hit up Dion. She can do your branding. And we weren't really friends mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> I remember that. I remember seeing and, that. Yeah. And it was like, wow. that was before the new year. Yep. It so was. then when the new year, like things yep. just kind of changed. But because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it all the way. Yes. We just kept, I just kept going. And the launch happened. Yes. And, and I feel like that's what people don't understand is like, it was a pro- like all of us were doing our own work Absolutely. and things and like being like, how can I help? How yes. can I do this? Like, and yes. we all genuinely believed in like all the things mm-hmm. we were doing were yes. lit as shit. Like, you yes. know, that? I feel like we were like, yo, yep. lit lit. Like, yeah. you yep. can actually elevate it this yep. way. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I feel like Lauren, you were on some just like, oh, hey, girl, I heard about this. Bloop. Yes. Let me send you this. Bloop. Let yes. me send you this. Mm-hmm. And I was yes. just like, I was like, bro, she's really down for me. Like, you're really down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yes. and it just seems so genuine. And I feel like our friendship grew. Yeah. Like, it first was like businessy, but we all have this level of like genuine. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know. Right. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I love y'all. And it's we love like, you. <laughs> I love y'all. I, this is special too because this is one of the last times in the foreseeable hmm. future yeah. that we're all going to be here together. I know. Which is. This is a moment right now that we're having. So I love that you drew attention to the fact that all of us with our individual projects have these beautiful intersections. Yeah. You know, like we're all sincerely invested mm-hmm. in each other. Like I love your Shay and I love you. Yeah. I love your illustrations and your work as a photographer and I love you. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah. love what I do. And we and love, I love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> be and them. then it's like it's like it gets me thinking back to how we define um, black girl magic mm-hmm. too within Ivory and Ash, which yeah. is that the strength of our bonds leads to our collective abundance. Absolutely, yeah, that is and true. And this is a prime example of it, yeah. you know. And it doesn't mean I mean Abba and I were hanging out yesterday, and we talked about how you know it gets to a point in your relationships too with people where you have to have like real conversations. Yeah. And how, in one way or another, I think yes. all of us have had those. Yeah. Or, like, had these moments where we're like, girl, like, this. This is not talk about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, I think a lot of times, too, people who look at you, Abana, or, or you, Dion, or me, like, we get a lot of questions, I know, from our community, our broader extended mm-hmm. community of people who admire our work and admire us as people who ask, like, about that sisterhood component yeah. and ask how to build it and how to... Um, be mindful in building intentional mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. So for you, what 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 would you say to women who are looking at you and are like, I want to 
also create something. I also want to build something. And I want to create a community around me that will support me. Because a lot of yeah. people are out here feeling alone. Right. Yes, that is true. So I, what, what, what have you learned, you know, in relationship with us, in relationship mm. to other people who have supported you as yes. the creator, the maker, but also just as a person, right? Yeah. Like what, what are your practices? So I think, I mean, we talked about this yesterday in the sense of honesty yeah. is so important. And there's like, there's honesty with yourself mm -hmm. and then there's honesty with other people. And the thing is when you are honest with yourself and you strive to be honest with yourself, you start to realize what's good for you, what's not good for you, what, and then it's like you now have the choice of deliberately doing those things that you know are not good for you or deliberately doing those things that are good for you, right? And I look at that in friendships. And I feel like as I've gone through my like pathway of getting to know myself, that includes the, I feel like to be honest, I mean, I had my grad school friends, I had really good friends, and but I didn't have friends that were in all those things. And I've always been, from high school on, like, been in little groups. You feel me? Like, because I just don't feel like I need to be, like, with that person at mm -hmm. all times. Or, like, I played, I ran track. I did this. I did all these different things. So when I feel like our friendship came, it was super genuine, and it was hitting on different things, and it didn't seem forced, and it didn't seem like, we were all kind of cautious and being our true selves. Mm -hmm. And I think because we were being our true selves and realizing how important the friendship was, it also forced me to be honest because I wasn't, before I'd be a person like, let's say if someone wasn't doing something, like it was, my anxiety was being caused about reading about that person and their, mm. their attributes or whatever they do. Um, I would realize that this was not good for me and not try to change it, I would just mm. walk away. Mm. Like, I would just be like, okay, I understand, I get yeah. it, and we're just not meant to be friends. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, maybe at those times it were mm -hmm. true, to be honest. But I feel like with me, right now, being an entrepreneur, being all, there's a lot of things that cause me anxiety that I cannot walk away from that are just ways that I need to learn how to manage, but yeah. also learn how to communicate. Mm -hmm. yes. And I feel like in our friendship, we have all been so honest because we explore ourselves, like even through like horoscopes or like read, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel like we've really learned how, like yes. about each other in yes. so many ways where like, I'm like, yes, maybe before if someone, I don't know, actually story, I would, I'm a sensitive person that I would be like, <gasps> don't come at me like this or whatever yeah. and be like, bloop, bloop. But then I'm like, wait, no, this is just how you interact in this way and yes. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Or this is how... With <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I you look at both. No. What? <laughs> no. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, even communication. Like, right. everything's like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the things, like, where I'll be like, hey, Lauren, yep. like, this affected me this yes. way. And she, then had to, she sent me a voice memo one day um, about, like, a text that I had sent her. And I really appreciated it because sometimes you have these seemingly, yeah, um, like, uh, I don't want to say not important, but like sometimes so something that someone will say, even in a text, will rub you the wrong way. Mm -hmm. We'll brush over it and you'll be like, okay, that bothered me, but like, I'm just going to pretend like it didn't bat yeah. matter. But she basically like called me out on it mm -hmm. in a voice memo and then I called her right away. <laughs> yes. And we talked through it. And, I and, and it, it was, was fine. Cool. Mm -hmm. It was easy. And it also gave me a greater level of self-awareness because y'all know I'm direct as hell. Yes. And so sometimes I don't realize how being direct can also like especially when folk are sensitive, which we're all sensitive, but in different ways. Yes, no, like, yeah. I need to know if me being direct is also, in a, in a sense, crossing a line. Because sometimes mm. it's being direct and it's like, it needs to be said. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, I need to be aware of like, 
always also be speaking with love. Like mm. being direct doesn't mean that you get to be rude. I completely agree. And with so it. I need to always remember like the way that I'm being direct. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, that's just another yeah. example of like us I feel, yeah. feeling like we can be ourselves. Exactly. And, and communicate honestly. Like yes, exactly. I feel like communicating honestly is so important yes. because then it's like there comes this point where you're not communicating honestly and then you want to and it just like it's like an, the person feels like an, it's attack. Yes. Or like you just harp all these feelings about yes. things that are swimmed with insecurities or yeah. just like unknowing mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, this is how this person thinks about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating this narrative that I've never even explored with them. That's mm-hmm. true. You know, and yeah. that is so problematic. Yeah. And it's like, it also causes you not to have genuine friendships. Because yes. you harbor this information about this person that doesn't even yes. know you feel this way. Yes. But you call them your homegirl. Yes. And you're like, yes. no. And like, my thing is like, I always make sure that I try to be like, extremely honest with friends that I feel like deserve my honesty. Yeah. And because I know you're like, you know, you care for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's a close group of girls, like we have our girls in Chicago that like that I really trust and um, like not just trust as like to tell something, but like trust them with like me, like talking about me, being about like in those sense, like I mm. feel like it's this. Uh, like you can be yourself. Yeah, I can be myself, yep. you know. Which is and, so important. And it's also a safe so space. Yeah, well. it's such a, like I feel like every time we kick it, it's like. You know, even if someone feels some type of way, we always say how we feel. Yes. All the time. I mean, that makes me think about when I was at your house recently for dinner and I was just exhausted as hell. And I yes. told you that to manage expectations. Like, yeah. I'm about to be laying in this couch. Yes, right here. Feed me this stew. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> yes. But now you know. So, Because sometimes you go into environments and you have you feel like you have to be a certain way or always yes. be on. Absolutely. Or always be oh, my God, yeah. And we even do that with each other from time to time. But to know, like... Let me just be real. Yeah. Let me just be real. And I, I feel know. like one thing I learned from the both of you <laughs> is being able to say no more, like to people. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's been times where Lord, you'll be like, "Hey, do you want to come do this?" And I'll be like, "I want to, but I don't think." Like yes. you're like, "Girls, fine. It's not a yes. good deal. Like, do not worry about it at all." Like I yes. feel like we both will be like, and it's because people make such a big deal about showing up sometimes for things like it does not really matter. Yeah. Like, if you're here, it's gonna be great. If yes. you're not, you're mm-hmm. not. And and that's important know. too. Because all of us do a lot all the time. We're yes. always speaking. We're always doing a workshop. We're always traveling. Da 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 da. And I feel like there's sometimes this pressure um, for us in Chicago to, to show always up. show up to people's events. Yeah. And it's like, like I felt so bad when I had to miss that one talk. Remember, I went the wrong way. Oh, for the creative. But sometimes we gotta it? just do. Oh, like, but you were at the wrong thing, girl. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. That's fine. But it's like <laughs> we just put so much pressure on ourselves to be everywhere yeah. and to be. And to show up all the time. And it's like, sometimes it's um, it's beyond what we can actually give. Yeah. And we need to just be real with ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. No, it, it's true. It's you know? true. I love it. Like, I wish I could be at all <laughs> y'all's stuff all the time. I, Absolutely. I know. I could be at all my stuff all the I time. I be having mad FOMO sometimes. Yes. <laughs> like the Glossier party. We, when I, I was know. in New York seeing all y'all post, I was like, this is like... Our thing, we are all in this I together. Know, it and I had a beautiful York. experience. I was like, why? I, I was know. watching. From and the Bye Nigga Party. Yeah. Where's that going to be at? No. <laughs> I was mad you were This is supposed to be the best. It. Let's not talk about it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to FaceTime in. No, FaceTime I, in. Um, I really, appre- I think about our friendship a lot, actually, and how 
um, you talked about the intersectionality of everything and how we've all elevated each other in yes. some way, yes. even in, in our own crafts. Like I think and continue about continue to do so. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, like y'all are my muses. Yeah, and you know y'all have content as well to share, and then like my skin's always popping. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's true. Like, and I get my yoga lessons exactly, and yes. like my spirituals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's just it's so beautiful. And I'm like, wow. Two years ago, even the way I my whole approach to life has completely shifted. You know, yeah. like eating eating like <laughs> food from you. I don't even know how to pronounce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Being from Texas, I'm serious. Yeah. You know, Lauren put me on to like just so much. I'm just like, wow, I I feel like I sh- I've shed in my old identity and like I'm like you guys have really helped me to be like the current Dion that I am. Yeah. And even though I'm, you know, I'm still evolving and I'm still shedding some old, some other things, but like our friendship has been so just such an integral part of my my yeah. growth yeah. and my journey. And it's crazy because especially like Deanne, I feel like there's been so many moments and we're like very vocal about like being like, remember this time yes. when our friendship <laughs> changed from this oh level to this Oh my God, yes. <laughs> and true. like, I feel like there's just been so many moments and it's like so, like my, the moment I'm thinking about is when we did the Apple. The, grow and Glow thing? No, not even Grow and Glow. When we went and shot in the West Side Oh, do you remember that? For, for when I had to shoot for the um, Apple campaign, yeah, yeah. And we were, we were like, <laughs> we were in Logan Square, mm-hmm. and Dion came over because she wanted to shoot. Like we shot the day, we shot the day before. Yeah. And you're like, I need to shoot more people. You're like, oh, I feel like I have to shoot white people. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I was like, well, come to Logan Square. Yeah. <laughs> this, these are facts. I was like, come to Logan Square. And so we were like walking around. And I, like at this point, we were pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. But I have never seen Dion so down in her <laughs> life, like tried to look for mm-hmm. something to shoot. Like she was so frustrated. Yeah. Like honestly, and you like, did not speak it out yet. Like, you were just like, I feel like you were processing your head if we should leave or not. Like, yeah. like what do you to say? Should we leave? Or like, try to like, and I was like, hey girl, do you want to just go more west side and just like be around neighborhoods and just talk to people? Like, it's fine. You're like, yeah! <laughs> like, I know. I remember like, you screamed and we like ran back to my house, hopped in the car and we went out and we were just straight up in, what park was it? We went to, I think it was like Garfield, which is like it was more Gar- so where yep. the, yeah, the black Garfield. people are. Yep. Yes. Yep. And everyone's and just like out. And I used to teach, like my students used to like live around that area. Yes. But I also haven't, I hadn't been around black people in a minute. Like to be honest. Oh, I remember. Because you were like, girl, should we be over here? I was, I was like, girl. I was like, girl, we just have to be, like, because I know also like certain things in the sense of like being respectful like just because we were kind of just like driving around and I was like okay we can't just drive us some niggas be like hey let me take your picture yeah <laughs> let's just be like girl bye like mm-hmm. who are y'all like and so we pull up to the street everyone's out just doing their thing and Dion's like Dion's like okay you gotta go talk to him I was like no girl you go talk to him it's your thing <laughs> and right when she's she like oh, everyone's looking at us because it's like this car no one like you know mm-hmm. Dion starts over the car and she gets a call and I'm stepping out she gets a call and she just hops right back in the car talking. So I'm like outside and I'm like, this bitch. It's like, what? So these guys, they're just, and I was just like, okay, let me just go talk to them. And so we just like talked to them. It was so chill. We like took these beautiful pictures. It was beautiful. Yeah. We talked I remember those photos. They were oh fire. my God. Thank you. It was so, and it was so fun because that was the day I feel like I started documenting you take pictures. Yes. Because it was just That's like, true. I was like, this is so beautiful because I was seeing like how important it was for you 
like that process. And then I also realized that day, like we were like talking about, like we talked in the car for like what, like several hours yes, after, like about storytelling and about mm-hmm. like the respectability of it. And mm-hmm. I feel like you were learning from me mm-hmm. and I was learning from you yes. in the way, because I was like talking about in Ghana, like why I was, I was like telling you why I was so cautious because I don't want to just be in someone's neighborhood and just like exploit, these exploit people, them, you yes. know what I mean? Because I know what it was for and I yes. know what that, those like hopes can even bring if you hear the name Apple. Right. Like, right. So I love that. Yes. I love that. It was it's, that was all crazy. these memories. All yeah. These memories. Yes. Oh my god. Memories, y'all. Bro, we really did some stuff though, y'all. Even in Austin. Austin. We were all <gasps> in South by Southwest. Oh y'all Black, beautiful and bold. Wow. Black, beautiful and bold. I love that. Yes. That's your next campaign for Black, Black Beautiful, beautiful and, bold. and Bold. Yes. Actually, let's talk about your ethos. Yes. Both disrupting the beauty industry, yes. I want to hear how, and also why smooth and confident. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> disrupting the beauty industry. Um, well, I feel like this mission came, I feel very much more confident in saying this mission starting this summer. Um, I had a conversation with Jenna, which we all know, about like, what Hana Hana is, because we always said uplifting women of color, uplifting women of color. And she was like, that's not a mission. Yeah. Mm. She was like, that's not a mission. That's your that's what you're doing. Mm. That's not even your mission. That's yes. what you're doing. When you do that, you are disrupting the beauty industry. Like mm. I remember having that conversation. I was like, I am disrupting the beauty industry. Yes. But she's like, but how are you doing it? Yes. And I was like, okay, let's list it out. We're gonna like let's actually think about this. Yes. And for me, that set up like the three I always say like we have a three three prong approach, right? Yeah. Like we approach it through our creative storytelling in that way, yes. right? That's by creative storytelling or curating learning experiences yes. from beauty and chill. Because you come into beauty and chill, yes, it's fun, and you, but you learn how to be equipped and make your own things. Yes, you learn how to make masks, yeah. but that means you learn about herbs that do more than just masks. Yes, you learn from other Black women in conversations, mm-hmm. yes. and you're hearing different experiences, and you can connect. Yeah, that's a learning experience. If you allow yourself to open up to it, yes. that experience is going to change how you move. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Like our activation of the process, like actually having these pictures of these women that are taking like all those things there but also like their stories and yes. you're learning about the process like yep. I don't know how many other people are telling you the process of these women right. and if they are I want them to keep doing it I think this is so important right. for us to like be more you know like aware aware it's yeah. that transparency that you mentioned earlier. yeah it's about because it's like yep. how can I do this yep. like I honestly cannot feel like I am sourcing for these women and then like talking to other black women like I have to be on my shit yes. to be real I have to learn and be like that's just how it is so that's the one prong right right another prong is obviously our um our products like yeah. we're creating from black women we're sourcing from black women we're selling to black women and everyone else but we want to yeah. make sure that black women yeah. know that you're behind the thought process right you are behind the thought process and you always will be because I'm a black woman and I'm behind the thought process yeah. in Which, that just one way. In the beauty industry, we're like <laughs> rarely if yes. ever centered, even though as we've had conversations with Sarad, who we all know and love, yes. mm-hmm. um, we've, we've centered on how we are over above any other ethnic group we are we are purchasing yes, more our buying oh my power gosh. is in, insane oh my gosh it's like 7.5 yeah yes. it's crazy so for us to not be considered yeah, is Nike wild as a clear like 
obvious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With, with what happened to them after Colin oh, Kaepernick. Yeah. 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 yeah, of yes. course. And it's just like crazy too. Like even it's not even about like the crazy feedback I res- received, but I've also realized when saying like being very adamant about our products being created for black women, how much like I guess maybe it's speaking generational wise, like talking to my parents, I would say like how like that is so um, direct. And I didn't realize how direct or like fearful, mm. like, because my dad was like, are you sure you want to say that? Like, make sure. And I'm like, people, like, I don't know, if you see Hannah Hannah and you feel like you can't buy it, then that's your problem. I don't know what else I to remember tell we you. had conversations about that early on because you yeah, asked me I asked like, you about it. the kinds of feedback that I get with Black Girl and Home, like, yeah. um around saying that it's for a woman of color. Yeah. And that's still in today's world is still a bold thing, a bold statement to make. Yeah. Because some people <laughs> will feel left out. It's, and it's like, that's fine because and, it's actually not for you. Yeah. There are things. It, it just, mm, and you know what? Oh my gosh. I'm not going to say names or whatever, but I did an event and I sent them the. Um, the whole thing, right? Like the mission, blah, blah, blah. And I always make sure all the events I do, if it's for women of color and I only want it for women of color, I'm gonna say it's for women of yeah. color. Yeah. And I did that and they re, and this is also on my fault of like not really looking through that email, but I learn now. <laughs> oh my gosh, the shirt. We're always um, learning. We're always um, learning. I learn now. But then I realized after that when they posted about the event, they took out women of color. Absolutely. And I knew. Silencing your voice. Right? As a black woman. So done. And I remember, like. No. When I got, I knew exactly what it was going to be because I knew the, like, you know what I mean? And it just, and it was crazy because then women of color that are associated with this, they, um, after, like, oh, my God, I didn't even see this. And I'm just like. Or like some of them did, but it was sold out. Like I, oh my goodness, and it's just so interesting because it's like we do this for a reason. I say yes. for women of color purposely. If you're a white person, you feel like you need to invade that space. That's you, and you're gonna feel some type of exactly way. whatever. That's fine. Do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? But if I say I'm gonna curate an experience, I'm curating a product that I say this is who I'm thinking about. This is why I'm doing this. What's your problem? There's no shame around tailoring something specifically yeah. to people who look like you. Exactly. I mean, people who share your experience. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what white people have been doing. What? Exactly. Also, you never told me this, and you know I'm gonna get the name right. I already after this know. Podcast. I already know, and I'm not even. I know because the thing is, I already. You already know who it is, but I'm not I even. F- I have a feeling that I, I do. I know. I'm upset. I know. Oh my god. Um, But so that's the second prong, and then the last prong is that we are, you know, for me when I think about sustainability, um, especially, um, is not just for me as a company to grow. And we, I say, I mean, we've talked about this all the time, like in the sense of like, money does not make you happy. Yes, but the things that make you happy need money in the society. Yes. And that means on all problems of who is working in this business, from the women sourcing to me, we should be able to be sustained right. by the work that we do. That just all makes of sense. Us. All, all of shit. us. So yes. right now we're really working, I'm working on, um, and in the very starting, starting parts of it, is working on direct trade um, curriculum and training. So this past summer when I was like, um, in Costa Rica. Costa Rica, I got to do some research there on the coffee trade, looking at Bean Voyage, which is an amazing coffee company where they train women farmers, coffee farmers. They do like a five, um, 
what is it, like a five-session training, training these women farmers, like mm -hmm. creating their own insecticides, like learning how to do their own cupping, learning how, like all these things. So then they're basically giving the training of any type of coffee farmer and yes. in the able for them to then create their own coffee and then sell on Bean Voyage's platform and they do business to business, basically they'll send different coffee. Mm -hmm. And so like that direct direct trade is better than fair trade. Honestly, fair trade is not the best at all. Yeah. Um, direct trade means that if you pay $9 here, those women are gonna get like $8 or an almost nine, like basically they're increasing it by 200%. Them, wow, them that that's amazing. And so with Shea, it's not done in Shea, it's also done in Cacao. There's companies like Uncommon Cacao. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. I've been able to talk to those people and it's been so great because I feel like in the same way of we are feeding and learning off each other, mm -hmm. we've been, we're not just, like, I'm not, I'm trying to be really um, strategic and intentional yes. about building something that is very impactful yes. in the ways that I see it. Yes. Um, and to do that, you have to learn from all different types of people. Yes. So it's been really great having different mentors and yes. different like business vibes, all these different things, being able to learn from those people. And so we want to be able to do that with the Shea industry yes. because we already have a platform for Hana Hana. We already are going to buy Shea from those women. But people also want raw Shea, and I realized this, this past year. Mm -hmm. And also there's people that want to be able to make their own products and sell. Yes. And you should. Yes. And you can buy your Shea directly from the Katarga women too. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So being able You're to set that up. system for exactly. Uh, creating yes. another and like I don't ever want to go somewhere I just want to be access and that's why like it's so important for me to be in Ghana and be able to learn like I'm not trying to be a colonizer I always like say that to people in the sense of like we have to be really careful when we're saying black people Africans go back to Ghana go back to Nigeria go back and change things relax Relax, mm -hmm. money. <laughs> like, relax, relax. Get some information. Go down there and learn. Yes. Be open. Don't try yeah. to change people's way because you've lived in this society and you think this is the only yeah. way. It is. And, That's mm -hmm. what colonization is. Yes. Mm -hmm. If we're really Period. doing our school, lives. educate these people. Exactly. Girl. Yeah. It's like you have to go there and learn, and then be like, okay, I see something that is a little faulty from what I know, or I see this, right? Like blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. This is my opinion. This is what I think. You can't force people to change. What you can do is say, I'm learning from you. These are the access points I have. For me, I can go to those women and say, I do have a website. I do have this yes. training. I do have connections to these people. Would you be interested in that? Oh, mm -hmm. is this what type of training? Oh, maybe you you guys are, in if you're interested in a school and that's what mm -hmm. they said, we want to buy a school or we want to, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me learn how to build a school because I'm invested yes. in these women in the sense of like their story and also in the source sense of like, we're business partners right now. I right. source directly from these women too. So there's different levels of sustainability and I'm like, and it's like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, Hannah Hannah should have grew a little bit more right now. Yeah. Even though it's growing really, like it's growing, but I'm like, but I'm like, that's not my focus. Mm -hmm. My focus isn't like just reach. My focus yes. is being being able <laughs> yes. to build a platform that is actually impactful. Yes. Like, and I think South by Southwest, I was questioned a bit by some people. Oh, like, why wow. aren't you? Mm -hmm. You remember that? Uh -huh. Like, somebody was like, why aren't you giving ten percent back? Because girl, I got ten percent back to give. Like, what? Yes. I'm in grad school and I'm doing all. I can't do that. Like, I'm not about can to I be out here. myself, right? Like, like um, how can I be sustained? Also, people can. Oh. That's presumptuous. Um, when you were talking about sustainability, for example, um, and like the the true kind of approach to sustainability, like the three sixty approach. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about all these taglines that we're used to hearing that signal and trigger in our kind of Western modern notions of like philanthropy yeah. and like um, and like like consideration of like 
you know, non-Western places, mm-hmm. like the 10%, like that person was so presumptuous. Like, you don't know my business model. You don't know my products. You don't know anything about me. And you're just throwing around 10%. And it's right. like, that would make you feel good. Right. You know, like people feel good when they're like, oh, 10% of this went back Girl, to I XYZ. Know. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that's actually a trash exactly. like, right. percentage given what they're making. Um, and also, like, that could be a penny. Like, is that penny actually going to make a difference? Like, what you're focused on is something much bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's something intentional, not just, like, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. like, we're, we live in this world where, like, the whole, like, buy one, then they give one away. Yeah, oh, give it away. Yeah. And you're, like, feel really good about that, too. And I'm not saying, like, these are inherently bad. Of I'm just saying, like, we're used to, you this know. This mindset. This being triggered, like, oh, that's, that's philanthropy. Mm-hmm. That's service. That's, like, a good. Right useful thing and that I feel good about as a exactly. consumer you know and it's it's crazy because I'm like I'm not gonna say I'm doing something that I'm not like that's why I'm mm. so transparent like, it's just like so yeah. transparent about it because it's like yeah <laughs> like even when I did the what is it when we raise money I was like this money right now that y'all are about to send in this is what's going to it's going to me getting to Ghana it's going to me curating this experience it's yeah. going to the women also in the sense of we're going to be buying shade directly from at a higher price we're going to be like you know what I mean mm-hmm. telling people exactly what this is for and I think sometimes people are afraid of that because they don't think that what they're doing is as in, worth the money mm-hmm. and I think one thing I've always like Jenna has really pushed me to knowing this um and saying like Whatever, whenever you pitch something, you have to truly believe that it's worth the amount of money you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to look at, if I read it and I had that money, I should say I want to put it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I'm writing, if I want to ask someone for $50,000 and I tell them, if I give them this spill about it and a, a couple more numbers and things like that, yeah. if I, I'd be like, yo, I'm giving you money. Honestly, if I had all the, like, and I believe that in a sense because all my money that I have had in the past few years, I've put into Hannah Hannah. Yeah. Right. And Hannah Hannah has sustained me right. in being able to do that. Like, I was working as a teacher, but then I had to quit my job. And then I was working, what, two jobs for free. Yeah. Because I was doing my master's right. program. I was like literally being a therapist and like, and you know, doing actual yep. jobs. And, I, and that was something that was like, it really switched my mindset on money too, because it was like, okay, I have to be very intentional. Like, if, you know, someone's gonna ask me for, to post a picture or something like that. It was like, yeah, it was fun in the beginning, but if it's like me and Dion out here curating these experiences, uh, in the let, cold, know. let them you know. know what I mean, okay. out here taking okay. these pictures, boy. Exactly. Or just like in everything, because I know that I'm putting my all into everything Every that I'm single doing. Thing. Like mm-hmm. everything we do is so like, it's not just- So thoughtful. You know, and yeah. I feel like with social media, all these things, people just think like a picture is a picture or you can produce and produce. Like or, not, right. baby. There's and it's like, you don't know. that yeah. goes along, editing, yeah. thinking about right? every single- And those pictures yeah. are never just meant for Instagram. Those pictures right. are more meant for us mm-hmm. than anything, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, it just sometimes be so crazy how like when people talk about things, you know, and you're just like, girl, you, you don't, don't even get it. Know, you don't, you get don't it. understand. You don't understand. That's One okay. thing I love about Hana Hana is that you are truly in the service of like black women. Yeah. From every single angle. That's African women. African women, yes. yes from every mm-hmm. single angle. Like, even hearing you talk about it, I mean, there are brands that I love. And, of course, I mean, I'm not friends with them. Like, I'm friends with you. And it's such an honor to be here in the stage with you. Mm-hmm. And then thinking about how in two or less Ooh. years you're going to be like, 
Hana, Hana, the number one, you know, whatever, whatever. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just like, wow, I was here in the beginning. And just to know how passionate and thoughtful you are yes. about sustaining everyone who has been a part of your journey yes. is just so convicting for one, because yes. it makes me want to be a better servant, yeah. you know, and make sure that mm-hmm. I am also sustaining the women who I shoot or who I'm yes. building with, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or who I'm sourcing from. Yes. And I just, I thank you for for being that like you honestly don't know how much how empowering that is Girl. and how god is using you yeah um, no but i feel i feel like the same thing about you guys though like i feel like we're all really and i think we're all learning to think things differently yeah being around each other yes. mm-hmm. you know um it was i i don't know we were talking recently i feel like we just share so mm-hmm. much yeah mm-hmm. like if i if I hear something new and I think it can, it helps me think of something different. Yes. I feel like right away I tell you guys, like right. I, or like even if there's a grant or something. Like I feel like that's how we look in this friendship. And I remember when I was, um, it was this TED Talk, the Five Senses one, Five Sense Design. It's like so basically, this guy is talking about why why is sex the most powerful thing. And his whole thing is talking about when you design with all five senses. Because it's like when we're curating, think of the experiences that we've ever curated, yeah. mm-hmm. what they fit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, my model of curating experiences is the African model, where your stomach is full, right? You can listen to something. Um, you see, like whatever is around you looks good. Yeah. I feel like I learned that from you. It's just being intentional yeah. about aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like just like really like feeling like you're in a good space, yeah. right? So like feeling like you know all this like, smell whatever so he was talking about like with sex like you hit all those senses yeah. mm. right yeah. or if he was um That's if you word. curate if you have a panel right yeah and you just have a talk speaker and people sit down Right, those mm. are the types of panels we are used to going, and yep. that's why for me when I do conversations, yep. it's like a whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, it needs to right? be a whole experience. It's always, yeah. and we like, and I feel like even when we were like creating growing, growing glow, glow, right? Like when we really that process of us carrying, I know, glow was such a growing thing for us because we were like, okay, how do we curate this? How do we really think it out? How do we do these things? How like, and it benefited both of us, I think, to force us to look at how we wanted to actually exactly, teach. and then how to be multi-dimensional. Yeah, like that's to me like even first of all lemonade was mm. the whole thing for me i'm like this woman okay you can create an album mm-hmm. you can create like some video no she didn't give that to you yeah she, she gave you. you a whole experience yes. i was like beyond yes. get me together yes. get me together yes. and that inspired yes. every single thing that i've done so far bro i think going to that concert was an inspiration for me to look there's like you're multiple. wearing that shirt yesterday yo i wear that shirt every <laughs> Wait, you time you no, not lemonade. You're awesome. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that, that, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I didn't go into that concert. It rained when I was there, y'all. And let me tell you, I did not care. <laughs> I did not care. She was dancing care. in the water, I heard. Yes. Right? She was in the water dancing, and I was dancing right with her boy. And it was crazy because I was like, wait, I didn't even know I knew all these words like this. Mm-hmm. And then there were some words I didn't, and I felt shady because I was like, how did I not know this? But <laughs> I was with her. Yeah. And I was like, I, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be Beyonce. I want to be me. But I want to be at a level that if you experience something that I curate, yes. if you're like how my students used yes. to look at me when I would teach them mm-hmm. yes. is how I want you to, I want you to be like, ooh, yes. ooh, I didn't, that was fun. Or I want you to come after and be like, yo, I actually, I messed with that. Or yes. you just remember it. Yes. I think of it as like your name being an expectation. Yes. It's like, 
God can be nothing else but God. Yes. He, no no yes. other word, yes. no no, nothing. Like, Beyonce can only be Beyonce yeah. fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like exactly. that is what it is. It's like it represents just this yeah. the essence of you and like this exactly. excellence. And, and that, like Yeah. Yeah. And that's why like, I want you. if you see yes. my name towards something, I want it to be on par of what you think I'm always gonna yeah. Exactly. And that's why I'm very selective about certain things that uh-huh. I will be a part or not. Necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll be seeing, you know, some of y'all be out there putting things under my comments talking about, oh, this remind me of you, this remind me. <laughs> I don't really know nobody. <laughs> I'm my own self. I'm about to fly out here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, you know, facts. like, we like work. I feel like for me at least, like, I have very much been through different things in my life mm-hmm. that allowed me to grow in a certain way that I really am intentional, intentional about how I am in the sense of, like, just being my best self. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally living my best life yes. at all times. Not only on a vacation, not only, like, try, even if I'm in my deep stuff and you know my anxiety is high or my depression is high yes. like let me live my best depressed mm-hmm. <laughs> self like let me at least try to cater to myself in a way that I can like be a better person yes. you know and yes. like it's hard because you have to then be honest with yourself and be mm-hmm. like okay you low-key be rocking the boat sometimes you know and just like really try to work on yourself so and Hannah Hannah has really taught me that because I'm also like this is my business mm-hmm. and it now it's not games anymore because it was kind of like fun like you know Right, but you. It was always when it graduated like, to the next yeah, level. Yeah, yes. now it's like okay, you want to be at a different stakes level. are higher. Yeah. Absolutely, there is like I was telling you that book I read was talking about monopolies and competition, mm. and I really never look at when people like. I think it's I think it's so amazing that so many women are making Shay, like are making their own beauty company. I think that's so dope. Yeah. Oh my lord. But I will never look at other companies as competition because you want to look at yourself as a monopoly in a type of way. And I think if you have that mindset, then that's that mindset you have because that's how you want to grow. Mm-hmm. Right? You think of you think of Nike, you think of Apple. Like it doesn't matter. They might act like they're competition with other people, but they're truly not because you will always go to Nike or yeah. you will always go to Apple to get your phone, which is coming out soon. It sure is. <laughs> it and sure is. And who will be getting that bad boy? It's me. me. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Um, oh but God. you know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. might act like, okay, I'm competing, but you want to be at your own level. Yeah. Right? You want to grow at your own level, and you always want to see yourself. And for me, I would like for Hana Hana to be, it is that way, but I want it to grow in that capacity of ways where it's like, it's like you can go to anyone else, and that's fine, but if you go yeah. to Hana Hana, you always got to go to Hana Hana, right? I mean, you should be outdoing yourself. That's exactly. what you're doing. Outdoing yourself. Like, looking back, yes. Yes. looking at your techniques, always. looking at this, that, oh, and yeah. the third. And like, right, yeah. And there was like, ways. and that was like, I feel like right now was a point where I was like, okay, I have been allowed, we talk, I allow money to limit sometimes how great Hana Hana can be. And in the sense of not taking certain risks, right? Mm -hmm. Or putting, I'm like, okay, I put this much, but I don't want to put this, I put Mm. this much or whatever. And now I'm at a point like, like our brown sugar scrub, it's like probably going to be one of, it's like people love it and use it all the time. And it has not been allowed to grow because I don't like the containers and it sometimes messes up or all these different things. And I had to finally be like, yo, you just got to spite the cash and you got to spend this money on making better containers and then make the price of what it's supposed to be and let it, like, it looks better. Like, I showed you and you're like, girl, yes. Like that, yeah, because that's, that that's what yeah. we've been wanting, mm-hmm. right? And it was one of those points where I'm like, okay, this is my business this is my work this is my thing now yeah. like I, I feel like my mindset has allowed it be like okay you have to put all in it because this is just like if this was only therapy that you're doing this is like this is your work and this is how you see building in therapy you see building in like mental health and having a space mm-hmm. one day where you can do all these things that you yes. work towards you know what I mean it's more than just a beauty level up 
you know? Yeah. It's more than beauty. It's like in everything that we're doing. Level up, level up, level up, level up. Wow. No, this is just such a full conversation. I mean, yeah, it definitely was a full conversation. I think one thing that we also wanted to get into, though, and you just mentioned it, anxiety. And you mentioned it a few times. Yeah. Um, you know, we, in, in general, our society right now is just anxious. Yes. Um, yeah. And right now, let me diagnose this. or undiagnose, a lot of folk are out here just because of the world we live in. We have mm-hmm. set ourselves up into a world <laughs> where we're, we're run ragged. Yeah. And always are plagued by thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, right? And then mm-hmm. in addition to that, as marginalized people, as black people, as yes. black women, we face a series of, of um, stressors um, literally due to how our society is set up. So could you speak to how you, like, a little bit about your journey with anxiety as well as learning to manage it? Because yeah. you're out here thriving, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But I'm out I'm, here managing. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, for me, um, I mean, I've talked about this in different ways in the sense, like, I grew up with anxiety, like, having experiences, like, realizing my first, like, over, for me, anxiety manifests when I focus on future in a negative way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, where you just are so, like, (laughs) drastically focused on it, and, like, it's just, it just overwhelms you, Mm because you're just, that's what you're focused on. You're not in the present, right? Right. and, you know, I have certain situations, we've, we've talked, I mean, Dia, <laughs> so much. <laughs> God, okay, it's because I'm so comfortable with y'all, like, that I'm like, wait, other people will hear this. But, um, <laughs> you know, so that was a manifestation, right? And that type of way, just like being that type of person. Right. Um, and doing a lot of things. And then um, it also started showing up more in college, too, for me. Mm-hmm. In, um like separation of stuff and realizing like when things are lost and things are, you know, just like, again, because things are connected to the future for me, yeah. right? And then also in college having um, a sex, like sexual assault, like that mm-hmm. also triggered my anxiety in a whole nother way, yes. you know? And also like growing up, like with, there's just insecure. So then it's like, oh God, like there's just multiple things. Yeah. But I would say lucky for me, during that time, I was going to therapy. Yes. Shout out to that. Shout, shout out to my out friend to that therapy. made me go. <laughs> um, and shout out to being in psych. Like, you know, there are certain things where I was like, I just need to be my best self. And yes. I think that's one thing, Elise, that I have always lived by, let me be my best in what I can do. Yes. That's just been my whole thing for me. Um, and so, you know, all those things, like going, going to Chicago, being a teacher, there's always things that then I'm like, I realize another level of my anxiety. And I think, you know, now in all the different, like, talk from even background home, from therapy, I realize there's, you know, things that you can go to, things that you can do, but I've also learned skills that I can do at home. Mm. I also learned that just doing what I do now manages my anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. doing what I want to do yeah. is a manage of anxiety. Like, not doing mm-hmm. what you want to do causes your own anxiety, it right? sure does. Um, and that is, like, one of the biggest things is, like, when you do things that you know are is going to affect you and you purposely do it, like, that's not good. And that's anxiety sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's simple. I Self-awareness. Know that's it's just being self-aware. Yeah. And so, I mean, being able to talk to people... Also realizing not to talk to everyone. Hmm. Um, that's one thing. Yeah. Being able to be honest 
understanding the importance of self-talk and realizing what I was really telling myself mm-hmm. um, was amazing in that sense, like really understanding what is the messaging that's going on and also realizing the power of my words and the power of choice. And that I think is one of the biggest things is realizing that everything is a choice and you can make that choice. Even when you feel, you have to remind yourself that. There are moments where I'm like down and I'm like, you have to remind yourself that you can get out of this, that you've been out of this before and you can. Or like when I came back from traveling so much this summer, I was ig exhausted I don't think I was like and I feel like all you're like girl yeah 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 (laughs) you know it was my first ever really just like doing like living out of the backpack basically and when I came back this past month and like getting ready for Ghana like I like my anxiety was so high Mm -hmm. because I was like you know realizing all these things and for me what always happens with anxiety is that like I always connect anxiety with just like something that happens Right. Mm. Like I You normalized it? Yeah. Like yeah. I normalize I'm like, okay, you are feeling this way. Like uh when I had a student pass, you are feeling this way because it's student pass and you are sad. That is why mm. you have anxiety. Mm. You are feeling this way. Now that I understand about like um what what do they call it? Affect, seasonal affect. Like you feel this way because of seasonal affect and that is why. You know, like being able to point, but then with anxiety it's like it's not because of a thing, it's because that's those, that's how you react. That's your reaction to things. And like you have to learn how to react differently or you have to learn that it is a reaction. Because reaction is a choice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so like, and I feel like I had to remind myself that this time too because I was like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. Yeah. And, and I'm you like, were like getting down on yourself yeah. and like, why is this happening? It's yeah. Like, These are the things that led to this and now this I can is, choose. Yes. To, yes. Yeah. Because yes. I was like, oh my God, yes. I'm like inside all the time right now. Like yes. I'm doing all these things. I'm like, girl, you're doing like, don't force yourself to leave or don't force yourself to be this type of way because like this is what's happening and now you have to learn how to manage it. And yes. it's so funny because every time like I feel like now it doesn't take as long because it would be like, that's beautiful, you know, but it used to be a thing where I'm like, ah, like, yep. I'm like always surprised by anxiety sometimes because I was like, it's only going to show up this way. It's only mm-hmm. going to show up this way. But I'm also like, I'm an entrepreneur and like I communication and lack of communication causes me so much anxiety. Like, uh, and with, it, with being an entrepreneur, yeah, you already with, know. Exactly. It is literally all the time. lack of communication abundance. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> right? It is. You're like weighty. Like all these things are like weighty. Are you going to get this? Are you going to get this? Yeah. Right? Or like, oh, this email's going to happen? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to send this. You know, and so I've tried to do better too because I realized like I was getting anxious. So the only reason why I wasn't answering emails for some time is because I was anxious. And I was also liberty myself of like possibilities that because I'm like now I'm connecting all those things so I'm like my anxiety limits my expectations for myself Mm. and it also limits the possibilities of what I think I can create sometimes Mm -hmm. like if I don't answer that email I don't know what could happen or if I'm so anxious I don't respond or I don't reach out to someone you don't know what that connection could be it's always yes or no you know Mm -hmm. like it's a choice and my brother and I it's been so funny because we've been able to kind of explore our own anxieties together and talk about it in Mm -hmm. this way and Mm -hmm. I feel like the, I we like talked about like it's just a yes or no and there's been moments where he's like I'm just gonna do it and I'm like yes <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm just gonna do this too and he's like why yes. not like you know because yes. I feel like sometimes our anxieties literally creates barriers for our own success and living yeah. our best life yeah. and I'm all about living my best life absolutely yes. living my best life living my best life living my best life this girl's trying to elephant Gerald on us <laughs> That's beautiful, though, that you're able to also talk about it with your brother because still within our community, sometimes even within our own families, it's hard to open up um, and just um, 
be real about yeah all of our struggles, all of the things that we face, um, but particularly related to mental health too. So yeah. Talk about it, y'all. Yeah, it's talk so real. It. And with your parents, too. Like, it really is. Like, there's just different ways to talk to people. And I think that's what you have to realize. I think teaching, helping with that, it's like, just how I can't teach every child the same way, mm. I can't talk to different people, like, people the same way, too. Like, yeah. talking to my parents about different things is, like, it was something, I feel like I've just been growing with that. Like, yeah. even introduced them to those Eden Cron cards yeah. that Alex gave me. Yes. And my dad was obsessed. Yes. But if I would have been like, these are tarot cards, he'd be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. You know, but I was like, these are guidance guides. Like, yeah. let's talk. I mean, we like talked about so many things right. just from reading that, and it allowed him to open up to it too. So, right. It's just you gotta learn how to talk to people. A- absolutely. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, what also something you said too about the emails and anxiety. Yeah. Like waiting for that yes or that no. Yeah. I think sometimes when you, um, I think sometimes I don't realize that like yes or no is just a yes or no yeah it's literally just a thing yeah it does not determine any it's just yes or no it's literally that it's like this small little blimp yeah. in your life that's not gonna matter yeah and what and sometimes when you gaze at something it becomes bigger and bigger oh my and bigger, god yes and you shouldn't do that yeah you just focus on god like it's if this is <sighs> for me then okay. If it's not for I mean, me, then it's not. Put it in that put it into that perspective, and you're Gucci. I feel like that's a good way to ma- <laughs> yeah. manage anxiety. Because just you you talking about it, I was like, Loki, I kind of have anxiety around that too. Or just I have anxiety around making choices. Period. Yeah. Because I want some. I want God to be like. Yes, do this oh, or no, do that. About, I exactly. know, and I was you know? like, and I feel like we always, every time when we had conversation, I was like, Dion, it doesn't have to be like yes, do because I feel like you move in the way that like God was like in my like He said yes, yes, and then mm-hmm. I feel like the past couple of days when we had that, you're like. I just feel like it's just open pathway. Of it like, is. He's saying you can do it, and you, and that's how I feel too. It's like, I'd be like, wow, if I follow my mm-hmm. intuition, I am following the voice of God right you, now. It's literally and the Holy so Spirit like if I you. just move, and so it's not like say there needs to be this like lighting like over. A yes. <laughs> like, you look up like, in the sky. And you know? it says, he's yes. Like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be looking like here. <laughs> yeah. You know, but then like so. I feel it's I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that's that. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like for me it's just like one of those things that I've had to learn. Like I remember what was it? It was like uh, Adobe. I remember Adobe had reached out to me and I was hyped. I was mm. like, yo, yeah. these niggas out here think I'm a photographer. What? Like <laughs> yeah, I you know, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And we was hyped. I was like, yeah, they offered me this. And the lady was hyped about it too. Like it just seemed like it was gonna be mm-hmm. perfect, right? And then it wasn't there. <laughs> it wasn't there. But then you know what came through after? Glossier. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. And it's exactly. like, and I feel like I go back to thinking November. You remember last November, Dion? We wrote that we huge did. post. We got, we got these A huge post board. Board and wrote out our intentions. Yes. We wrote out our goal. We mm-hmm. separated. And I remember yes. we talked about money because yes. we were like, how much money should I make, girl? And I remember I was going low. I was like, I don't know if I can really do this entrepreneur thing. <laughs> I know. I, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, and you, I remember you like, let's make. I would make this much. I was like, oh shit, yeah. she got to make that much. Dion, Dion <laughs> is right. my right? financial. I was like, she's like, I'm yes. making this amount yes. of money, and I said, you know what, baby girl, <laughs> yeah. I'm making this amount of money. Let me double it up. Let me double it up. Let me, like, you know what? Let me be smart about this. Let yes. me be smart. I'm not gonna say how much, like, because I know we're, di- you know, in different exactly. Ways. But I was like, let me make this money. Yeah. And you know what? I've been making that money. Praise yeah. God. And then making more. And it's yeah. like, okay, like really setting these things and realizing like 
when you write stuff down, when you speak it out, like yes. if you truly believe in God, you know, exactly, if bro. you understand and you know that, you know he's here for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yep. he's like a good father too. It's just like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want? You know Sometimes I mean? we're afraid to even ask that. We're afraid to dream. And it's like, God is not trying to kill your dreams. No. But he can provide what you need for those and dreams. Pa- to, yes. Exactly. And you it's know? Just, yeah. It's like today, even like one thing, like I feel like learning, I mean, Lauren, we talk about this meditation. I learned meditation from you. My mm-hmm. mom is such a prayerful, like she, everything, my first panic prayer attack, my mom prayed for me. Like, yes. and I really believe in her prayers, yes. you know, like, I know people try to be shutting like Christianity down in different ways, but for me, it's like, it's open-mindedness and being able to understand all the effects and not just living in this like lack of faith for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't move here without faith. Exactly. Yes. And I grew up Christian. If I grew up Muslim, I would grow up Muslim in that way, you know what I mean? So yeah. my, like, for me, it's Christianity and I believe in it in that way. And my mom always talks about prayer. My parents always talk about prayer. Yes. And I never really, pr- like, I would pray because I felt like I had to pray, like, go to sleep, pray, because you about to wake up. Like, that's crazy that you're waking up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you waking up. Some people don't. Like, my mom would just yeah. be on those simple things, right? Yeah. And when I started thinking of things even more simple, it's like, you're here. Yes. You know, and meditation, like you're here, like give your time that yes. chance to celebrate that you are here, yes. celebrate prayer, celebrate, mm-hmm. spend time to think about what you actually want to do yes. in your life. That is manifestations. Plant, think it out, yep. pray it out write it out. And yeah. I feel like it's you too, just being open and exploring it in all mm-hmm. ways. Like, again, friendship really allows you to explore yourself if those are the ones that you're there for. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I've set up time where I, Pray in different ways. Like I always pray on the toilet during my morning poop. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it real. Keep it real. You heard it here. You heard it here. Here first. first. (laughs) But like you know, just be like I do certain things where I'm like I'm gonna pray and I write down my prayers and you know my my new new moon intentions is my prayers. You know what I mean? Like all those different things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go towards that and I really be talking to God. I be out here. Like I don't have to do hala hala do to do that. You feel me? And also, church is not the only space. You know, Black Girl and Gnome was a church for me in the sense of being able to go there and learn something and then go back and read my Reader's Digest. And what is it? My Daily Daily bed. Devotional. Yeah, Daily Devotional. Yes. And then also go to church sometimes and then go. Like, yes. I just had to. There's different moments where I had to find God. and Like, you can always find God. I yes. mean, community is essentially what he wants. Yeah. I mean, because we were not wired to be isolated yeah we are relational beings yes you know what i'm saying so i think that that's definitely super duper important yeah Yeah. and making sure that you're walking alongside people who share your beliefs and who want the best for you oh yeah we're gonna it's so hold you accountable and things like that it's so important yeah i like community absolutely which is what black girl and i'm is all about y'all already know yes yeah it's real it's real Habana. <laughs> First of all, it's like you said Habana, like habanero sauce. <laughs> Habana. I did not say that. That's what Victoria used to say. <laughs> Which, you know, best friends yeah. of y'all territory. Where's habanero? I'd be like, girl, I'm get t- away from me. Victoria, I'm tired of you. <laughs> and I'm trying to go to Austin. Get like, Picky you know, Vicky. what you trying to do, girl? Picky Vicky. Oh, my First God. of all, I'm just cra- oh, That just reminds me of her dancing in front of the car. This is, this, this is Dion's best friend, if y'all haven't. I mean, we talk about her all the time on the show. Victoria is wild. Listens. You I think love that you. I'm Picky wild? Vicky. This girl is Picky. Dion <laughs> times 3,000. I was like, because you always be like, y'all are very the same. And I'm like, okay, girl, it's relax. The, no, they are. But we, the energy it's and it balance. I've never. When we were, I said, dancing outside the car with her. I said, wild. let me turn this booty right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <gasps> Austin 2.0 coming, coming soon. How do we want to close? I don't even want to close, but we oh have to. Oh, my God. I don't know. What, what is, do I want to hear, 
what you mm-hmm. speak over your life mm-hmm. at this time in your life yes. and what you speak over everyone who's listening, all okay. the black women listening, what you speak over their lives. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Here we go. <clears throat> I feel like I'm a preacher or something. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wrote this actually. Someone, um, Hannah, Hannah, someone bought something and they wrote a me- So it was so cute about Hannah Hannah. It's like people write messages to themselves. Mm. So I get to write them. To them. So yeah. sometimes I'll be adding things. Um, like, you are worthy. And I think that is something that I've been telling myself that, you know, this, oh wow. You are worthy of the abundance you feel that you deserve. Yes. So if you feel that you deserve financial abundance, you are worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you feel that you deserve abundance through love and family and relationship, you are worthy of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you feel that you should be abundant in your work and your success, you are worthy of it. The thing is that understanding you are worthy does not directly mean that it is going to come to you. You have to put action towards it. Yes. You have to open up yourself to that. Yes. You have to be honest to yourself to open up yourself to the things that you are worthy and what you deserve. And, you know, I am realizing I am very much worthy of all these things. And I open up myself when I even say that. And yes. that is one step. Yes. But you then have to be action towards to allow yourself to receive it. Absolutely. You have to be putting yourself in those spaces. You have to be connected. And you have to be genuine. And not every good opportunity is meant for you. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, your worth and your purpose is so important. And if you understand that and you are genuine about it and there's a difference between understanding that you're good at something because when you realize worth and you realize all those things, you realize that other people have worth. So you're not going to do things to fuck with other people. You're going to be cautious. Yeah. So I feel like I really, you know, in this creative world, sometimes we feel like we got to do thing, thing, things for the creativity, right? I think, for to be honest, niggas move like that all the time. Like, as women, we move in the way of, like, community. We create for our community, like, in those types of things. And I think, like... It's just really to be important. It's really important to really look into why you're doing things Mm -hmm. and like reevaluate yourself. Like all these artists, everything, all my favorite art, everyone. It's so important. Like, because I just feel like you would be better people. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. A word on today. Yes. Look at you. A word on today. Yes. And we put a head down in Houston. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having me, you guys. I literally, I was like, if I go to Ghana and I have to get on a college, y'all, I'm going to be so sad. That would be be complete trash. I'd be so sad just to like, you know, so I'm so happy you got to do that. This reminds me of my girlfriends, my girlfriends. Okay. My <laughs> girlfriend. Y'all heard that? <laughs> My, we've got to do the last, the last part. Girlfriend. Okay, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I regret that part of this episode, but, um, you know, here we are. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. I love y'all. Love y'all too. <laughs> Breathe easy. <laughs> Peace <Easy>. out. <laughs>
Black Girl and Gnome creates space for women of color to breathe easy. Y'all, we have such an amazing team of brilliant creatives who are behind the scenes, but who are so instrumental in making this podcast happen. We'd like to thank Aline Koss for audio engineering. Khalid B, your ear for music is wildly amazing. And we want to thank you for just creating such an amazing podcast bop <laughs> honestly um valerie titus glover thank you for being an amazing black girl and i'm team member and supporting the podcast last but not least post loudness they are a collective of independent audio shows and podcasts by people of color women queer and other underrepresented hosts and voices thank you so much for your support and offering us your space and last but not least even though i said that right before it's all good to our community members thank you for your support of black girl and home Thank you.